episode is on vaccinations. The common reaction to vaccines are localized pain, redness, swelling at the injection site, a nodule at the injection site, low-grade temp, mild headache, mild nausea, children being irritable, um, and you want to make sure that you have a pre-vaccination checklist. So that includes an anaphylaxis response kit, an effective cold chain, valid consent, Elimination of risks or adverse events, primary and secondary vaccine failure, resources to help communicate the risks and benefits, and evidence recorded of consent. Uh, you defer vaccines. When do you defer vaccines? You refer when there's an acute febrile illness, acute systemic disease, immunosuppression by medication or disease, previous anaphylaxis to vaccine or a component, received live parental attenuated vaccine or BCG in the past four weeks, had any blood products in the last seven months, or had immunoglobulin in the last 12 months. Uh, and special groups in vaccination are if you're planning pregnancy, you can't, have any preg you can't get pregnant in the next 28 days. Uh, if you are currently pregnant, no live vaccines. If you've had a history of Guillain-Barre syndrome, no influenza vaccine due to uh, one year there was an influenza uh, batch that was bad. If you're born preterm, you need extra vaccinations. If you've got severe or chronic illness, you need to watch for a poor response and make sure you don't have any live vaccines. Bleeding disorders, you want to watch out for hematoma. If you're at sea, you need extra vaccines, so you need extra Hib, pneumococcal got no spleen, you need no live, you need extra vaccines. If you live with someone immunocompromised, you need all the vaccines. If you're planning trouble, you want to offer extra vaccines. In certain occupations, you want extra vaccines. The live vaccines, all of the live vaccines include Imagev, yellow fever, herpes zoster, varicella zoster, BCG, rotavirus and typhoid. There are contraindications for all vaccines and that would include anaphylaxis to a dose or component of that vaccine. Live vaccines are not to be given to immunocompromised people and not to be administered in pregnancy, uh, although except where risk-benefit profile is hugely positive. Places to administer vaccines are in the deltoid, ventrogluteal, vastus lateralis. You can administer multiple vaccines in the one spot. You can put two in one spot, but you need to separate them by 2.5 centimetres. The uncommon but more serious adverse events include a higher rate of febrile convulsions with MMR. Rotavirus can sometimes cause intersusception. <coughs> Boostrix can sometimes cause a hypotonic hyporesponsive episode. Flu vaccines can trigger GBS and you can get complex regional pain syndrome with all vaccines. So there's a process if there is an adverse event in vaccines and that's to report adverse events 
to the National Immunization Program and to the TGA. Um, we would provide appropriate clinical management for that event and that would be in your record and we would provide advice about future vaccines. In terms of documenting the vaccination, you need to have the full name, date, details of vaccine, brand, batch number, dose number, date and time, site and name of person providing. Additional vaccines you need for your Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander include an extra dose of BCG, one dose of BCG, for Hep A, a second dose at age two, Hep B, all non-immune people need Hep B, influenza annually or six months, 13-valent pneumococcal booster dose in second year, and 23-valent pneumococcal for high risk, 15 to 50, and all people over 50. Considerations of vaccine and egg allergy include vaccinating a safe facility, there's a variable dose of ovo-albumin in the rabies, yellow fever and Q fever vaccines. So rabies, yellow fever and Q fever vaccines have some egg products in them, variably so. If you're a woman planning pregnancy, you need to assess the need for vaccines, particularly focusing on Hep B, MMR and varicella and do serological testing if uncertain. Boostrix and influenza are the only vaccines that can be given routinely in pregnancy. Inactivated vaccines are okay if benefit is greater than risk. Uh, and live attenuated is contraindicated, but benefit has to be far greater than risk for it to be given. Uh, and change to the vaccinations if you're currently having chemical immunosuppression is if credit is greater than 60, then you need to lay live vaccines to one month after treatment stopped or if you've got children more than, or more than 20 megs per day, delay the vaccine until one month after treatment is stopped.